Now, is that another criteria? If we say piss, 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 piss to, to these <laughs> characters, are they will receptive? They, are they friendly yeah, cats? Will they, will they come up to us? Yeah. And let us pet them. Make us feel like the world's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Well, good meowing, everybody, to no, another. No, no, tear another, it down. Tear it down. No, we're no, done. we're do. You wanted me to intro. We're doing it. Another pet episode of Catterday Meowing Tuesday. Uh, good grief! Oh my gosh! I'm Austin. I'm I'm John, and and I'm so peeved at Garfield right now. Just steamed. You ruined another good. You ruined another perfect date night, Garfield. <laughs> Liz was not going to fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no. Well, he's he's not John. He's Rory. I'm I'm Andy, and I have never had a cat. But you know, I'd like to. I've watched enough anime that I feel like maybe you know my soul has I'm had a the cat, cat. Or, or is a cat. I don't really know. I don't know. But I feel like I've got cat. You know, I've got enough cat cred. Andy, you're the perfect person to join me <laughs> along with Rory for <laughs> you guys. Guess what we're doing? Dogs. No, oh. uh, we're doing no psych. We're doing cats. You guys, we're doing the summer <laughs> of cats. This is the summer of kitten mischief. This is what we're doing. You guys, we're doing four fucking episodes of different cat themed TV shows. We're not watching a movie about nonsense. the nonsense. We're not doing pranks. We're not doing the the movie about the Judy Dench, uh, the 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 hair hands, Judy Dench, um, hair hands Dench. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Judy Stench. Yuck. Yeah, uh, we're not worried about seeing Ian McKellen. No, Rumble Teaser, uh, uh, Skibble Shanks, the Railway Cat. Not today. No, we're watching a whole shitload, a whole scat load. Of cat shows. Oh, no. Ugh. Uh, all summer this long. This is Austin. I'm Rory. <laughs> and I mean, you kind of fell on the blade a little bit. I mean, we all decided as a community committee to. to as do a, a community. We all decided to do this, but, uh, you know, one of us had to be the person to talk. I didn't know he was going to come with material. Well, yeah, so here's like- the deal. So. So, have you heard of toxoplasmosis, uh, the sort of parasitic infection that cats can give to humans, and then they yeah. become yeah. sort of, they want to help their their parasitic master, uh, yeah. which is the cat? <laughs> so, that's what happened, because I, I was trying to get close to cats to prep for this arc, and so I've sort of become infected with uh, to- Toxoplasma gondii, the parasite that, that you get from loving cats. So, uh, so <laughs> Ta- Taco Gandhi. Yeah, well, that's one way to call it. But the real way to call it is that I've got cat scratch fever, y'all. And Ooh. I just love these little guys. Somebody um, called Ted Nugent. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> He's extremely upsetting. <laughs> you guys, I'm so excited for the two shows that we're watching today to kick off this whole cat arc. What are those two shows? We picked two good ones. I gotta say, uh, and and I... I'll I'll say they're two good ones, and it's not just because they're the two that I for sure watched when I was a kid. Uh, we you know we didn't intend that to be Andy Week, but it's kind of Andy Week. So SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, and mm. Samurai Pizza Cats are the two on our docket today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are definitely requested. We have definitely um, been asked, inquired about these shows before. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I think that's your toxoplasmosis. <laughs> <laughs> the dark master beckons me at night. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I gotta, I gotta say, we 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 should talk a teeny bit about the cri- criteria we had when choosing uh, shows for this particular summer. Uh, by which I mean, we had like one criteria in that there needed to be either a cat in the name of the show. Well, there needed to definitely be a cat in the show, and then bonus points if cat was in the name. Uh, so we got both this week, and uh, 
I don't know. When we were looking at this list, I mean, we we compiled a list of like 30 different possible cartoons that we could watch. And we, we whittled it down to stuff that we thought we yeah, might. Your fave spend. might not be in here. It maybe didn't make the cut. <laughs> Sorry, cat dog. But yeah. like, you know, I think that we I think that we found we found the right brand. Yeah. Cat dogs only half cat. So it doesn't actually qualify. Well, and with the dog in there, it's kind of like you didn't do it at all. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It cancels. They cancel each other out. Cats and dogs. <laughs> That's just math. Yeah. That's <laughs> zero net cat. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm really excited to to do this dumb goddamn summer with you in the year that didn't, you know, that made everyone sad and we're This getting... is a real bummer of a summer and uh <laughs> we're here to we're here to kick it off with When a year has cats. gone to the dogs, it's time for <laughs> some cats. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh me yow oh that's right i'm i'm feeling like feline like we should watch our first show let's not dive right in because cats hate water let's yowl right in <laughs> okay we're in heat all summer <laughs> oh no <laughs> You know, we're we are back. We're back. We, you've heard that you've heard the beautiful shredding theme song that I'd like to believe was played by a cat. And I'm trying to pay attention, but I'm just so distracted by the scratching post. Have you guys seen one of these things? They're just I like the little I like the little spring guy on top. That's my jam. Yeah, I see. I I, I found a little corner of carpet that uh, is the <laughs> hardest to replace. And I've sort of gone to town on that. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, you, you just. You just you just cat water in it. Oh, pissing, chewing, clawing, all kinds of fun stuff. God, that sounds like fun. Are we cats? Dry, we're dry. It's cats time now. to play. I feel like the arc is. I feel like the theme has changed a little bit by me on accident. Lynn, that when now the rug I is am a dry, cat. it's time to play. <laughs> I think I've spread my toxoplasmosis to all of you now. I so think now that might we are be sort true. of. <laughs> we're we're we, we, humans, but we we do cat stuff. We've been infected by maybe a bacteria, you might say. Oh, no, I, I've, I'm i transitioning us into talking about the SWAT Cats episode we watched, which oh, is called the giant, the giant Bacteria. It's the second episode. And here is the juice, the juicy synopsis. And here's the pilot. wet food. <laughs> wet food. <laughs> Good taste is easy to recognize. <laughs> An evil pilot named Morbulus, who literally has an extra set of eyes on the back of his head. Sorry, is... how many is that total? That's four <laughs> eyes, which is not the perfect amount, but it's pretty close. It's pretty it's dang really close. close. Oh, man, if he'd only just had the one. Anyway, uh, he's shot down into the bay by the SWAT cats when he tries to destroy Mega Cat City's oil refineries. He escapes and meets the half-cat, half-snake mad scientist Dr. Viper in the city sewers. Dr. Viper takes Morbulus back to his lab in the swamp and applies a drop of liquid to his arm, causing him to mutate into a living test tube, a huge oozing bacterial monster. The bacteria then proceeds with Dr. Viper into the city via the sewer to break into Megacat biochemical labs. While rampaging through the city, it's discovered that the bacteria splits into separate entities if damaged or destroyed. So the SWAT cats suit up and with the help of Callie Briggs and Dr. Enzyme, prepare to stop the bacteria and Dr. Viper before they can cause any more harm. And then they kill him. And then they kill <laughs> Morbulus. They do a murder and he dies in flame. And that's then the credits roll. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, that's actually a great segue to talk about SWAT Cats itself as a show, which was radical yeah. and was the number one rated syndicated cartoon of 1994 and then got canceled <laughs> by Ted Turner himself yeah, uh, because he... it was too violent. 
likes it rocked too much. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, it slapped too hard for Ted and Ted couldn't take it. <laughs> No, but I was, I think I was reading the same stuff that you were, Austin. I think Ted Turner wanted to, at least, he probably found it distasteful, but then he definitely decided to cancel it so that he could uh, then testify to Congress about violence and cartoons, saying, well, we right. don't have any violent cartoons. You know, <laughs> just, just a lot look, of Scooby Doo over here. <laughs> don't look, a, you know, a few months ago when we had SWAT cats before I canceled it. Uh, God, this show, I think. Even as a kid, I knew this show was 80 to 90% nonsense, but I still loved it anyway because I think it yeah. really, maybe this show, unlike most other cartoons that I had at the time, really tapped into that like stereotypical masculine testosterone thing I was dealing with. Uh huh. And like, man, you know, sometimes it's like, cool, 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 cool. I like Garfield and Friends. I like all this other shit that we're watching. And yet, Sometimes I just want to watch somebody blow something up with a dumb missile out of a plane. This like this show has what I have to say is probably the greatest like, you know, cold open twist, the twist at the end of the cold open I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they catch Morbulus and they're like telling the police chief about it, right? The yeah. it starts kind of, it starts with them chasing Morbulus and they've they've wrangled him, they finally cornered him and beaten him up. And they and they tell they tell the I don't know if it's the mayor. Well, or the they, and they so, shoot so. a missile that cuts a hole in the floor in the floor of the airplane. Yeah, so that his <laughs> chair just falls through. <laughs> and the the, the great twist is <laughs> he's a water. He he turns into the. <laughs> it's so funny. God, I don't even know how to properly describe it. They I don't uh, either. Uh, Morbius like is husk. caught in a sort of Spider Man sort of like. You know, he's he's wrangled for the for the cops to to show up for the normal cops to show up and do their business. And uh, he just turns to what he turns to liquid. It's just <laughs> and you did the SWAT cats are blamed for his liquid form. <laughs> liquid. <laughs> well, I, 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 I think I'm not I'm not going to say for sure, because it was not well telegraphed, whatever they were trying to do. It looks for all the world like he turns into liquid because there's no real time for him to have escaped his suit you're supposed no. to maybe read that he is like climbed out of his flight suit and the flight suit is what got captured and we see him later without any clothes on and it's like oh he just like got ripped but like there's no time they like drop him he's there we, and then we the see him the whole him time up. we see him he's like he never leaves the screen he just turns into liquid i don't understand <laughs> what we're supposed to think <laughs> But it's so funny, and the squat cats are in hot water. He has two unexplored, <laughs> unexplained eyeballs on the back of his head that we never talk about. He just has them. <laughs> Don't talk yeah. about my back eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah. Oh. So then he 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 comes under the the tutelage of of Doctor Viper, who is uh, Mark Hamill again, doing his <laughs> doing his nasty doctor voice, and. Oh. Uh, he just, he, he turns him into a big, a big monster shaving cream, uh, creature, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, it, that part is done with like, no, no, like pomp and circumstance at all. He's just like, yes, yes. We're, we're two evil guys. We're down in the sewer. We're going to totally do this. What are you putting on my arm? Don't worry about it. Oh, and hit like instantly monster. Like it's so yeah. fast. I was like getting whiplash. Uh, also, I think in an era of, you know. The height of, uh, you know, civilian awareness to police brutality. The SWAT cats, uh, do have a wall on the side of their headquarters that they keep a tally of all the dead cats that they've killed. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, the ships that they've blown up or something. It, but it, it comes across very much like, yes, we've terminated all of these people, uh, <laughs> without sort of due process. Um, yeah. Because so the setup, I guess, for the world is in Mega Cat. City, is that right? Yes, they're in Mega, Mega Cat City. City. Our our main characters, Razor and T Bone, are sort of <laughs> no, dis- no. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, it's Jake Razor Clawson and Chance <laughs> T Bone Furlong. <laughs> Jake Razor Clawson. God, this. I'm serious. This. This this show, and I know we're we're gonna keep talking about the, the 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 big picture premise of the show, but this show feels like, in the same way that Cyber Six felt like and was true, it feels like it's maybe based on an edgier comic book. Mm. Um, it's not, you know, it just has that feel. 
Yeah. Like it's it's original, but it it has that feel of like we took something. Well, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't give it that much credit, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it feels like a it feels like a more kid friendly adaptation of something that didn't pull as many punches with the violence. Uh-huh. Sure, but it's it's just not. It's like it's it's a weird kind of like heavily inked, dark looking, upsetting world of like uh-huh. it's it's almost like post apocalypse, but not. Like we're still yeah. just living in a city. It's like a city in the middle of a post apocalypse. Well, it's got a really the, odd vibe. The Mega Cat City to me clued me into like a Judge Dredd 3000 AD kind of thing, which is Mega mm. City One. Yeah. Uh, and so I I feel like they're they're paying some you know tribute to that. Yeah, I kind of like pulpy, kind of a Judge pulpy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, this show this show whenever whatever age I was when I watched it played me like a fiddle. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for you know, real. I was hard from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> but like like okay, when a when a jet when a screaming jet plane soars through the sky to, you know, tweedly twee electric guitar and then a motorcycle drops out of the bottom of the jet plane. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm there. I am there and I don't care. You know, well, it is all style. It is no substance and it is yeah. incredible. That's the thing. This uh so okay, so 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 the main characters Jake Razor Clausen and Chance T Bone Furlong, uh, they're like disgraced former enforcers, like policemen essentially. Uh, yeah, like military proto fascist police state. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh wow, what a weird future. So weird. <laughs> and so they they used to work for them, and then they don't, and now they run kind of like a junkyard chop shop type situation on the outskirts of town. Uh, and you know, where formerly they used to be hotshots. Now they sort of, you know, their, their biggest like villains they deal with day to day are these two rival junk cats that just keep <laughs> showing up to dump like all their trash in front of their little chop shop, mm-hmm. uh, which is very funny. But at the same time, they have this double life where they are also the SWAT cats and they have this incredible jet plane that uh, one of them pilots and the other one co-pilots. So it's not like they each have their own plane, which I think is kind of cool, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. They have them both in the same vehicle. That's kind of nice. And while we've also we've already mentioned that there's a motorcycle that comes out of the plane. I think the other important thing is the kind of speed racery angle that they have on their missiles, which can pretty much do anything because they're oh, pretty yeah. much magic they are. uh he like t-bone no uh razor razor pretty much always it doesn't has... matter no it, it doesn't. doesn't matter <laughs> razor basically <laughs> has a missile that'll do whatever they need to in any given situation and he just hits a button it's like oh yeah you need a, a missile that like shocks people totally i got that and it's dumb as an adult, but it was cool when I was a kid. Speed Racer had a codified power set, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't get new gadgets on the car every week. It was the no. same shit, <laughs> you know? And he had to use them in creative ways. This is just purely, what do we got this week? I don't know. It's going to, it's the merry-go-round rocket. It's going to turn into a merry-go-round, <laughs> and it's going to, who knows, man? Yeah. I find it kind of interesting, too, that they, they, um... They resisted the urge to make the main character, well, both of them, but it's, you know, who, the, the sort of stand in for the straight white male lead is, is not the, is not the hunkiest, the hunkiest show. He's not the hunkiest cat in Make a Cat City. Mm-hmm. That's Morbulous. <laughs> Morbulous is a total hunk. Yeah. Racer God. has kind of a John Candy vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're kind of like yeah, burly and scrawny. They're Actually, not, that one, not that necessarily that one's T-bone, but who's really counting? So. Oh, T-bone's the big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, voice-wise, they got a lot of the the major players in here. Oh yeah, and, you all, know, the, that, all the it, boys, all the big. It's ones. not a it's not a bad thing. Like, there's no there's no real bad voice acting, I guess, happening. It's just it's nothing. You know, it doesn't elevate the story as such as it is anywhere. There's it's no... gonna sound like every show you've watched. In the yeah. 90s. There's no there's no story to speak of. We have a couple tropes that play out every week. So there's a, a the deputy mayor is the the hot lady cat. Oh, Callie. Be still so this is Callie. <laughs> and uh T-Bone is very into Callie. Um there's an incredible scene where she goes she she cuz she knows them in their civilian identities too. Um but she doesn't know that they're the same people. And so Just she can't has piece it together. Yeah, can't can't. She doesn't know how she doesn't get it. 
but she she has car troubles and she brings her car in for them to, to work on. And while they're there, T-Bone is like so like upsettingly trying to like give her the like the schmooze. And he's like, how about some milk? And like the oh. sultriest <laughs> voice. You want some milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they also they make these very occasional cat world yeah. reference because it's, it's worth mentioning this world is all cat. You don't have like dog people and goose people or whatever. It's not, you know, this is just purely cats. And so everybody makes sort of references as if like, yeah, we're all cats. We use a litter box, I guess. There's a line about like, a guy looks like he hasn't hit the litter box in a week. So do, yeah, they, do we all just, do they, do they, do they shit in the little sandbox? <laughs> yeah, they've industrialized the world, but they still shit in a little sandbox. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. You can't think too hard about it. But that's kind of that's kind of their concept in a nutshell. They're sort of like they have kind of the Batman angle in that, you know, the Batmobile, the Batplane, that that sort of whole situation is present. But their civilian identities are the opposite of, of Bruce Wayne. Like they're just, you know, they're blue collar workers, mm-hmm. um, which I guess could be kind of interesting if they played on that a little more. But generally, no, they seem fine. They don't have trouble with money. They just kind of no. they just kind of go home in their beautiful jet. They get engines for free from their nemesis. Uh, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, hey, you idiots. How about some free stuff? <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're, we're pretty handy. We, we, we can probably refurb some of this stuff. Hey, you idiots. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, it's hard to it's hard to know what else to say about this particular show. I was thinking the same thing. SWAT Cats is very difficult to discuss. It's a lot of jet fighter nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks great. I couldn't tell you what's really happening. I mean, it looks uh, great it, for 1994 or whatever this year yeah. is. 93, yeah. 94. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's kind of loud. It blows stuff up all the time. Like, just yeah, constantly I mean, the, blowing the stuff muck, up. The muck monster splits apart when he gets attacked and then the four eyes come back into play <laughs> and so then it splits up and so each one has an eye you can tell how many times it has split itself mm-hmm. by how many eyes it has so another really great point of having multiple eyes sort of really being a payoff <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just being a really good idea in general for yeah for so good a for a villain to do um <laughs> i wish that he'd i wish that he'd split one more time but he didn't have yeah. enough eyes to do that. You know, he didn't yeah. have five eyes. I think that no. would have been the linchpin. And a doctorate. He needed one of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rory, can we watch that show again just so that we can get more <laughs> Dr. Five Eyes? I would love I nothing more Sky than Surfer to be the strike force. To, change, to, to stop being Saturday morning Tuesdays and be the, be the <laughs> Dr. Five Eyes official fan club. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I guess the other the other trope that we haven't we haven't really talked about that they're doing that I find very tiresome is the uh, the police captain who uh, you know he's the he's the what's the the guy from the Batman animated series Gordon no the other one the, the one who hates him oh, the one who Bullock. hates him Bullock he's very much a Bullock type figure in that he's always blaming the SWAT cats for their problems and just like by trying to solve things himself he actively gets in the way and makes it worse. Um, and they do that every episode and I find it, I, that was, that was pretty tiresome. Uh, you know, like they, they realize very early on that just shooting regular missiles at these gross monsters splits them into two. And so right. he then just keeps hitting them with more missiles. And it's, it's that, it's that writing thing of like, why are it, it sucks when the problem is that someone's just dumb, right. you know, and you just have to watch them make mistakes over and over again. And <laughs> yeah. Sisyphean. <laughs> way um yeah yeah i get that i totally get that um i don't know what else though i mean so there there is a sequence of dialogue at the end of this episode to really i really want to give an idea here of what this show how much junk trash this show is (laughs) i think you know there's comfort in that but it starts with um when they show up on uh dr viper and just the the dialogue of like game's over dr viper and <laughs> and then they save callie after that and she's like yes thanks to the swat cats whoever they are 
Now, Austin, you did go on the record saying that there's no other animals in Mega Cat City. There's Dr. Viper. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's, he's still a cat. A cat. He's Is also he a cat? part snake. Yeah. He's part snake. He's, part, he's part cat, part snake. So but snakes are technically s- real. He- he was born as a cat and then sort of added snake parts <laughs> <laughs> aftermarket snake mods. God, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this one, it's just, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. I think that there's, you, earlier, Austin, you said all style, no substance. I think that's exactly what it is. If you're here to watch the style and you kind of dig the visuals, you can probably just sort of turn off your brain and enjoy it. But it's not the kind of thing that I want to binge. Yeah, it's. I was about to say kind of something similar. It, it's really hard to actively engage with. I caught myself a couple times just not following what's happening because you just kind of at some <laughs> point start thinking your own thoughts yes. as the nonsense goes on and on and on. <laughs> you're going to look at your phone. Let's be real. <laughs> and that's okay. But it's okay because you're going to have the best goddamn theme song in the background that they just reuse every time things get like happen. They just keep using the same riff. And the riff is sick. It's tasty. Uh-huh. It's a really good shredding little lick. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, whatever. What, what what can we ask? Well, I can ask some from you, boys. Uh, I can ask you a couple of questions. Uh, because, look, we've done this before when we do a big themed arc and we watch a whole bunch of shows, and we gotta mm. we gotta sort of judge these shows by some criteria, right? On how well they live up to a theme. So certainly, um, yeah. So so this might grow kind of as we go. I'm not sure, but uh, right now I've got I've got sort of two questions here, and one is the quality of the cats as like as cats, and would you adopt them? Would you adopt <laughs> any? <laughs> cats? I don't think I want the SWAT cats in my house. <laughs> I think no thanks. <laughs> You don't want them firebombing your Morbius, city. Morbius, I would <laughs> rescue. Come over right but... now, my cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that beer, that that that, rip, that just <laughs> ripped, barrel-chested, bearded, four-eyed, majestic beast. I'm for it. Sex, but the SWAT cats are <laughs> the SWAT cats are junkyard trash. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you know, they they'd wreck your house while you were gone. They 100 percent would wreck your house, and then they'd be dressed like different cats when you got home but you're like i know it was you 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 fucking scamps you're not fooling anybody yeah i don't think i i don't think i adopt these uh but i might adopt that that deputy mayor callie i might adopt her you know what i'm saying uh meow god okay um here's number two here is criteria number two is the cat theme necessary to the show oh boy no i mean they would have instrumental I think so, because in the sense that uh, this is one of those shows that really really leans on having a constant source of pun humor to to pull from. Okay, yeah. Uh So in that sense, the cats are necessary. It needs a thing, right? If these were normal people, they would have to actually write dialogue. Well, we'd just be be watching... That show about like time traveling pilots. Now that I that say it out watch. loud, a show about regular yeah. people just incessantly making cat references is kind of funny. <laughs> is yeah. it ne- is the cat theme necessary? Maybe yes, because the writers are bad and their concept is bad. <laughs> sure, but and the show lift, is called SWAT Cats, and but... the show is called SWAT Cats. But if you lift cats out of this, nothing about anything that happens in the episode changes. Right, no, right, right. No, 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 you no. know. There's still the junkyard. It's like junkyard workers who are also secret airplane vigilantes. That place. <laughs> as much as, you know, it could anywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In that sense, in that sense, the cats are not necessary. No. Uh, yeah. So, so those are the criteria I have so far. Maybe we'll, we'll sort of add as we, as we go, but, uh. Would you pet, would you pet them? I would. Um, yes. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like less, it's like less than adopting, right? But like, if this cat walked by and like rubbed up against your leg, like if the SWAT cats came by and were like, Row, up on your legs, would you pet that cat? Would you scritch these cats? I, I would scritch those good cattos. <laughs> <sighs> I'd go, piss, 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 piss. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate this. <laughs> hey, Rory. Yo, can you tell us about this brand new super cool sponsor? Can you tell us about Manga by the Foot? Manga by the Foot, you guys. Uh, so, uh, if you're like me, you you if you walk by the if you walk by the Manga Emporium, you know, on a Tuesday when all the new mangas yeah. come out, then yes. right. Um, 
you'll see, you'll see, uh, you'll see two things. You'll see, uh, you'll see some kids in, in flowery Naruto shirts, right. uh, and their fun Naruto helmets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those classic ninja helmets. <laughs> they wear to war. But you'll also, you also see them just, uh, You'll see them flipping pages. Their their fingers are covered in bandages from from paper cuts. And uh, a little known fact, uh, well, I say little known. I think we we can all we can all safely assume, but the science maybe wasn't hadn't caught up there that mm. most of them are eating fruit by the foot constantly. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now obviously they can't. Uh, Mongo by the foot is a is a, a different it's a different store. They open across the street from the Mongo Emporium. And while the Mongo Emporium, you know, has made a lot of money selling fruit by the foot to the Mongo boys and girls, uh, <laughs> Mongo by the foot has has really they've gone green with their printing. So and and you don't get your paper cuts from turning pages. You just have a big scrolled up manga and you just chew and read as you go and it's pretty <laughs> rad it's That's honestly a great, right it's uh it's a little bit more uh because it, but it's both right it's a long it's a lot of food a whole manga as it uh, printed on fruit by the feet is uh a significant <laughs> meal yeah now rory a question is it really really small single pages at a time or is it like frame by frame like panel by panel well, it, what I would say is that it is it's it's in this it's in the proper page format. It is printed on uh, a smaller uh, smaller. It's not an eight by eleven sheet of paper. It's uh, uh -huh. but mm -hmm. I, but but the mangas aren't an eight by eleven, right? They're uh, no it's, no. It's, it's a paperback oh, special manga paper. It's a special manga, manga paper. So so you could I mean and because fruit by the foot is not turgid like a plank of wood, you it's you could you could pretty pretty easily get it into your gullet and just go. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Well, speaking as a person who's never read a manga, my fingers are, you know, completely free of paper cuts. <laughs> I've, never, I've, never, I've never had a fruit by the foot. Uh, wow. I just got to say, tell me exactly where this place is so that I can go uh, eat I'm it. I'm pretty sure I said they're across the street from the manga emporium. Is yeah, that no, not no, specific right. enough to you? Just, For somebody who's fine. never read manga before? No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's no I'm just, I, I, I may have blacked out a little bit when you described the product that I didn't hear the rest uh, and, and, you know, sort of went mm, into sure. a bit of a, a mangabetic shock. Is that something? Is that anything? Yeah. You need to up your sugar levels. You need your blood sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's like a steady dose of sugar while like you Like a hummingbird. Manga. Like a little manga bird. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, tweet, well, tweet. He chirps in your shoulder. <laughs> it's, ma it's new manga day. Will somebody please cue that boy? It's that meow mix theme song for a great, great, you know, it, it plays, you know, it plays in all markets across the globe. Uh, everybody knows it from here to Catman 2. Ooh, uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, so, guys, uh, we watched also, as well as SWAT Cats, we watched Samurai Pizza Cats. Um... How those three things got put together, I have to assume, was with notebook, notebook paper, and a fishbowl, <laughs> and then they pulled them out one at a time, like like kittens, like kittens playing with the goldfish. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't imagine somebody having this like idea organically. It has to have been procedurally generated, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what Japan sort of how they arrived at the initial <laughs> concept. Uh, you make it sound like they did it in Congress, like the like the <laughs> yes. diet, like the diet voted on what to do here with the samurai and the pizzas. <laughs> yeah, as a nation, okay, guys. Yeah, 
So, we watched episode 35 of Samurai Pizza Cats with just a name that you could... <laughs> That you could lick and lick and lick like that, like the like a can of the can of your best wet food. Uh, youth is for exploding. Uh, the group, the city is terrorized by a group of exploding robot teens, and to make things worse, Guru Lu is testing his new formula. Oh, so oh. I, gotta, I gotta tell you. I don't know if you, either of you watched this when you were small, but this was this was whenever this came on, uh, I I stopped everything I was doing. <laughs> I, I knew of it as a thing, but I don't think I ever watched. I don't think I ever saw. Yeah, it. I don't have any memory of really being able to watch a full episode, but I do feel like any time I was told about Samurai Pizza Cats, it was from some sort of breathless child on the playground <laughs> who was sort so, of exhausted and confused. Some little like. You know, I, I kind of adored this show. Um, it's so good. It relies uh, so much more heavily on the narrator than any other show we've watched in a really mm-hmm. delightful way. This guy does not shut up the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is incredible. Really, it's a really strange thing. So if you if you will allow me just one moment to talk about the OG Japanese version of this show. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, I looked up an article too that has some some interesting insight. But please, this uh, yeah, this show. So it, it this show didn't air in the U.S. As long as 19... Austin's noted where the, <laughs> the points should be allocated. In, <laughs> no, in just 20. know that I might jump in. Uh, <laughs> this this show didn't air in the U.S. until 1996, but uh, the original. Uh, Japanese show that this is based on, or not based on, it literally is, is uh, a 1990 show called Kyoto Ninden Teande, uh, which essentially translates to like uh, Cat Ninja Legend Teande, <laughs> Teande, uh, <laughs> because Teande is like a weird. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in Samurai is Samurai in Japanese, right? <laughs> you bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pizza, pizza is pizza. Well, I don't remember. I'm, I think it's pizza, but I don't. I don't know. But they, it's okay. not pizza is liter- not literally in the title of their show, but it is, of course, in the show because they they didn't translate the fact. No, they, they didn't. No. They didn't come up with the fact that they work in it worked in a pizzeria just for the job. No, That's they certainly real. didn't. But uh, but I, uh, but I yeah, like. I mean, it could have been samurai pizza kyoto, and <laughs> it's not. It's not because in the original they're ninjas. They're not samurai. Uh, and Teande is just like a weird thing that they say, like some sort of catchphrase that kind of doesn't have much of a meaning other than like, yeah, fuck you kind of like energy. Um, but it's just, it's so, it's so bizarre. They were given this anime and they were like, we're going to bring this over and we're going to dub it. We think it's great for American kids. Also, we don't have great translations or maybe any translations. So we're just gonna make it up. And the, the show was born the i mean it's so funny i love i love that because it could go so many different ways and could turn so bad but they really leaned in for this and i think it worked for the best it's so funny to me i i have to kind of you know go into you know go into the into the time machine and consider the fact that this is you know um you said it aired in 94 uh 6 here 96 but uh, maybe they started working on say 90 either way well it was 93 in canada Sure. What I was going to get at was, like, the fact that they just, like, that Hollywood or whatever. I mean, I imagine this is a studio, uh, a pro, a, a large company bought it. And yeah. Saban. Yeah. It was yeah. our friend Chucky Levy and I'm Saban. Yeah. I, I'm so blown away that they just couldn't find a translator. They're like, I, I guess we have to write Nobody a show. Nobody speaks Japanese here. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, there's no internet. If no, if no translator, you know, if nobody who spoke Japanese applied for the job, then they're fucked. They're well, just fucked. Maybe it's that they didn't. Uh, they were explicitly running on the shoestringiest of budgets. You know, right? Like they couldn't even afford somebody to just. There's no like, possible. Well, I guess maybe you never know. It seems to me that just somebody who just translates would have to be cheaper than somebody to write a whole new script. I mean, unless they just already had a guy on staff and they just piled this on his other responsibilities and were like, also write this. Or a woman, Andrew. 
It's true, but you know, it's it's a band in Canada in 1993, and I don't necessarily know. I like how, how you fo- I like how you footed the bill over to Canada. Yeah, because we're not <laughs> we're not sexist here in, in the great U.S. of A. We've never had any problems. Not since the you trouble can't even time. see whether you can't see the gender of a bald eagle. We don't care. <laughs> it's great either way. <laughs> the but, eagle's uh, great either way. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's just such a crazy thing it's, and it's a weird yeah. product that they made and the the strongest impression it makes is right off the top mm. with its theme song which uh you've i hope you've heard it now oh yeah um listener and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> would somebody <laughs> please cue that void yeah so the i wanted to read this little bit uh from this article that was talking about how um a new theme song recorded by series writer Michael Erlington, who got drunk and did his best Paul Lind impression. You'll see him in the credits as singing sensation Googie Gomez. So, so he didn't even want to take credit for what he'd done here. He got uh, drunk. For his, his Paul Lind, his drunk Paul Lind impression. His drunk Paul Lind impression. God. Credit himself as Googie Gomez. The episode opens on... Uh, do you guys know the name of the the girl cat in the Samurai Pizza Cat? Polly Esther. Yeah, Paul, uh, Polly. Polly Esther. Polly Esther. She tries. She tries Guru Lu's new recipe, and then spends the rest of the episode unable to stop running away from the pizza. <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty hilarious. She's yeah. well, just a, a runaway steam train the whole episode. It's yeah, so good. Guru Lu is is cooking up some kind of elixir of eternal life so that he can be <laughs> alive long enough to kiss all the ladies in in Little Mio Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh yeah, Little yeah. Tokyo. Sorry. And but he doesn't want to try it right off the top, so he he gives it to somebody he who tests it on his children. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, apparently. And so you know he makes a lot of women drink his mystery potion, and it yeah. doesn't feel great. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it, but it yeah makes them run really fast, so they just kind of run off, and that's one of the plots. Yep. Um, and then because <laughs> our, we have our cats that work in this pizza shop, and they are like ro- they have like armor, but I don't think they're robots. Some some cats are robots because they have <laughs> missiles in their hair. <laughs> yes, not all cats um, are robots, but some robots are rectangles. And yeah, it's it's very it's very tough to follow if you're jumping into episode thirty five. Sure. Uh, but they, the three of them, the main three, who are polyester, uh, now, now, uh, Speedy Ceviche, Speedy Ceviche, and, and Guido Anchovy, uh, which is kind yeah. of a bold thing to name someone, Guido. Uh huh. Like, I know it's a legitimate, uh, name, but it also, but it's is, also, you know, you know used a, like a has slur. some baggage. Right. You know, so to, to you know. talk about like Italian men in like uh, New yeah, York. So. And, you know, that's fine, I guess. Uh, but there's these evil, they, they're good ninjas. And then there's evil ninjas who are crows. And uh, they're the bad guys. Crowbot, crowbots. The crowbots. Yeah. Uh, but should we should we now cut to, because we in the episode we're watching uh, proper, uh, this is about the time where we get introduced to these, uh, expl- these mean exploding teens. <laughs> well... Well, first, uh, we have to talk about Big Cheese and Jerry. Yes. The geriatric. Big Jerry. The Big Cheese and Jerry. Um, <laughs> who are robots? I think I they're also crows. Right? Well, one is a, like a fox. Yeah. He's like a, he's, Big Cheese is like a fox robot. The robot angle, we need to just sort of forget about it because some people are like somewhat robot and some aren't and it doesn't seem to matter generally. But uh, right. Big, Cheese, Big Cheese runs Little Tokyo and then Geriatric runs the like evil crows. Uh, and these are both sort of bad guys, and yeah. we cut in. We cut in on them having a conversation that is maybe one of my favorite things in the abs- in the world. It's incredible, and and <laughs> they're not even talking. They're, they're not talking about anything relevant to the plot. They're they're sort of lamenting their age, and Big Cheese is like, "We aren't getting any younger, you know. Life's passing us by." What are you talking about? 
I'm talking about the salad days, Jerry, cycling through the Catskills without even pedaling, singing sailor songs, just the two of us. Yahoo! Snap out of it! We are bad guys! But it's it's so funny because that like because yeah, it's just like a still shot of them on a tandem bike and they're not pedaling and he just, and he it's, calls it out. It's also interesting because it does feel like the voice is it feels queer coded to me. Like it feels like they're a couple. It, it feels does. like it's like a David Sedaris monologue or something from <laughs> from Big Cheese. Um, I know. It's it's just an interesting take, and I do, it doesn't feel terribly malicious in this episode. No, it, it just it just kind of feels like yeah, dudes talking about tandem bike rides and retiring uh-huh. together. Yeah, like that's legit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just so funny to have that be, you know, obviously episode 35, but it's like our first introduction to these characters walking in on that. And then these exploding teens come in the building. <laughs> uh, that are these, these egg-shaped robots. Captain Nitro. Are you big Whoa. cheese? I've been ordered to report to you. I'm Captain Nitro from Blown Up With People. Which I guess okay. is maybe like an NGO or something. <laughs> yeah, I, so... So that's the first usage of this phrase that happens this whole episode quite a lot of, of some variation of blown up with people or blowing up with people. <laughs> and they say it like it makes sense. They say it like you say, I'm going to eat this with a fork. But you don't normally say I'm going to blow that up with a bomb. But also blown up with people. What does that, what does that even mean? Because the people are the bombs, so I'm going to use people it's, to blow you up. But it's so it's such mush mouth bullshit that makes no sense. Like right. immediately, that phrase is just nothing. Right, right. And I I refuse to sort of have it make sense because it doesn't. I mean, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and so that was something I was going to call about this show on a little bit later. Um, a, a common problem I have with shows that rely on nonstop nonsense is a uh, is that while the show is just doing is just doing the nonsense is just doing stuff they consistently stay inside the box in a very droll way yeah they don't try- and, yeah yes and things have a sort of internal consistency physics are still physics and Samurai pizza cats is uh you know is abstract art it's <laughs> yeah it's outrageous at every possible turn and it's, it's maybe one of the only pieces of media I've watched that like you could use the word madcap to to, to describe <laughs> that I I still it cuts, like. It well, cuts to uh, after after that scene. It cuts to polyester who is still running through uh, ancient Egypt. Um, <laughs> she's either gone back in time or just there's an emu in Egypt that dresses like a pharaoh. Uh, yeah, both of those things are you know. Equally possible. Equally plausible in the world of Samurai Pizza Cats. Yeah, it is a it is a show that is at war with itself mm-hmm. because it is fighting with source material and it is commenting on how poor the writing is half the time. Mm-hmm. But of course, that's usually its own. It's so writing. writing. Yeah, it's it's, it's tongue in it, cheek. It's it, it's it is a surprisingly. Uh, uh, it, it sometimes it's commenting on how poor the writing in itself is because it's it is still a kids show and it's. It's not yeah. trying to be, it's not trying to be, uh, you know, Manchester by the sea. Um, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, there's just a sort of, uh, sort of meta commentary on just like, uh, cartoon, you know, cartoon writing, cartoon, um, antics. Um, at, at one point, the narrator comes in and he does the, Will this mean the end for our heroes? Will they be? Wait a minute. There's still four minutes left. That music can only mean one thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the show. <laughs> and it's the, yeah. like, they didn't have to put words into a cat's mouth. The narrator is completely non-diegetic. They could have just not done that. But they yep. did it. Right. They just did right. it. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah, or of like, why did I push her out the window? I don't know, man. It was in the script. Like, yeah, <laughs> you could have justified, you could have motivated it, but you yeah. chose not to and just kind of. And and I'm not I don't, I don't want I don't want us to sort of paint it with a, a brush that doesn't it doesn't earn it. It doesn't. Those moments don't always land well. I don't love the shtick in general, but for one episode of watching this, I, I, 
Especially when it, it took me by surprise when they used the narrator that way. Because again, yeah. they're not just filling time because they've got f- lips flapping and got to put words in there. So yeah. it was it was an interesting take. Yeah. In in this episode, like, I mean, actually in the intro, there's an example of like the in the outro, of, too. But like of the meta commentary, like completely falling flat for me. There's a yeah. point in the intro where a turtle comes by on screen and it's part of, I don't know, maybe some clip from an episode of the show or something that they've cobbled together for the intro. And the line in the intro is clearly just responding directly to that. And it says like, they got more fur than any turtle ever had. And the line doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, there's a turtle on screen and someone couldn't think of what to put in there. And they said, it's like, yeah, you've got more fur than a turtle. Who's this turtle? Why does it matter? Like who fucking, like what is this? It's, it doesn't even succeed in being funny. It's just like calling out the visuals to do it but most of the time they do succeed and i did laugh so i don't know no it 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 doesn't always work to cut yourself off at the knee for a cheap joke yeah Um, exactly for the most part i liked what was in the episode yeah so these blowing up teens (laughs) that (laughs) i don't teens are blowing up people i don't know i don't know why they're teens i don't know what angle they are It has used? amorphous eggmen. It's kind of hard to tell they're teens, except for the fact they were told they're teens. It makes no sense, and they just run with it non- Like, they just take it all the way to the, you know, to home plate. Yeah, well, and, and what's really funny, too, is that the voice- The voicing they choose for- There's sort of a male model of-, of And then a female mm-hmm. model of these yeah. two, and- you know, Captain Nitro, as he, you know, explains himself first, is, is like talking about The townspeople have flabby bodies. The townspeople have no spirit. They must be taught the new way. With this, like, very <laughs> deep, deep manly voice that mm-hmm. doesn't think about youth. It's like a weird announcer voice. Um, and then <laughs> you have a, 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 this, like, female version pop up and say Hi, they call me pop and, and then several small <laughs> versions are showing up and you're like, what the fuck is happening? There's um, a, there's a montage that happens when they are, when they're sort of, uh, when, when big cheese and geriatric sort of let them loose on the city to fuck with the pizza cats. They, they have this montage of these different bomb people like terrorizing the locals. And it is so good. Uh, it's so funny. It, uh, there's there's four there's four uh, no there's three that I want to talk about the, the first one Captain Nitro is just hitting people with volleyballs for no reason over and over again uh, and he and like he acts like he's playing a game and then at the end he goes nice play I have to explode now and then he does because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you coach for George Steinbrenner <laughs> yes he decides to say he decides this- to make a Yankees. Uh, <laughs> reference who knows the second one is a bunch of dudes go to a beach and just blow up sexy shirtless teens on a beach for no reason but the third one is the absolute best and it's this guy it's this bomb person with a guitar and he's like busking and he's not these characters aren't drawn with noses and uh that's a detail you need to know because what he says is thank you thank you that's a little song i wrote about myself called where'd my nose go (laughs) (laughs) and then he explodes and the crowd around him is just i don't obliterated (laughs) i guess it doesn't seem like explosions actually do anything to anybody no, um, no, they're Wiley e. Coyote explosions. I better call the pizza cats before everyone in town gets blown up with people. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I'm losing blown my goddamn mind. They <laughs> just say. <laughs> no, you say it. Say it, Austin. Say the words. Put the All words in your mouth. All of Little Tokyo will be blown up with people. <laughs> we'll be blown up with people. Oh. <sighs> Uh, at some point, I, I kind of missed the thread, but I'm not sure there really was one because, like I said, this show certainly embraces uh, its sort of abstract, the abstract art of it all. Yes. Uh, at some point, the Samurai Pizza Cats uh, wind up in a dodgeball tournament with yes. the bomb, the bomb teens, and uh, this, uh, the Samurai Pizza Cats get mad at the bomb teens, who are the bad guys who are blowing up with people. Uh, for, uh, for cheating at dodgeball. Oh yeah, and they say, "Well, uh, everyone cheats a little. It is the big leagues." 
But now we're going to cheat a lot. <laughs> but now, we must now begin to cheat a lot. <laughs> well, and then, and then, uh, and then I think it's Guido hurts his ankle or oh, no, it's speedy. Oh, speedy hurts his ankle. And he says, oh, my ankle hurts. And then Captain Nitro says, sorry, that excuse is only good for women running in high heels from monsters in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a neat save from a gross sexist joke. It was like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta be a woman in the jungle with high heels running from a monster, and then you can play <laughs> Then you yeah. can say it. <laughs> I mean, this show definitely doesn't get off the hook for no, not no. entirely. Sexism. But, you know, it'll it'll end the heels. episode with a real groaner. But uh, yeah, you know, before that point, yeah, it's kind of a, a kind of a fun joke. And. So okay, so they they're they're in this they're in this uh, uh, dodgeball tournament, and then at the end, after I don't even know, some crazy shit happens that I don't even need to talk about. But they all sort of like like eight of these bomb people kind of megazord into a giant bomb man whose name is Bomb Perignon, <laughs> which is okay. great, which that's is fine. hilarious. Yeah, I wish I wish he looked French, but he doesn't. He looks the well, same. Okay, but. I, it's it's interesting because Bomb Perignon is a really dumb <laughs> joke, but yeah. I can't even I cannot even joke with you the number of anime for whom the go to fancy bubbly or fancy wine in like host clubs or like, oh, my God, you, you bought that. It's like hundreds of dollars is always Dom Petty. They say Dom Perignon and they haven't they have an abbreviation for it. And it is Dom Petty. So, like, they talk about it enough so that, like, strangely, whether I don't know if that's, like, how it was in the original. I didn't check on that, but it rang really true for me in terms of, like, culture. Like, that probably would be the pun they made. Yeah. Because they they love Dom Perignon. They saved the day with a sword that is two swords. Yeah. (laughs) And, again, I loved the narrator chime in here. Um, uh, Guido goes into his his magical girl transformation. Yeah. And then the narrator comes in on top. And uh, <laughs> hype mans him up for the whole the whole thing. <laughs> You've seen it all before, fans, and you're seeing it again. The swirling pink flame, the convenient pop-top scabbard. As Speedy unsees the magical Vindu sword. God, it's, I don't know. It's so playful. It's playful in a way that I, that I was on board for. Like, yeah. it's, it's not so crazy that you can't at least follow the moment-to-moment action. You're not sure about the cause and effect. It doesn't necessarily make sense, but you are there with it, and you're enjoying the ride. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was having a lot of fun, and it made me almost forget about the, the wild sexism that caps off the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty, pretty gross. Um, I but, don't know that I caught it. What was the... We don't have to air so, it, but what was the line? So, so what happens at this point is... They've saved the day and they're talking to the, the doctor or guru Lou mm-hmm. and the, the, all the women f- characters are off running around with this vigor potion and the <laughs> men folk are chatting and saying, they'll come to a stop when the elixir wears off. They'll be a little thinner though. And while they're gone, we can play cards all night. And eat all the pizza. And leave all the dishes in the sink for days and days without Francine yelling about it. Say Lou. Maybe I ought to whip up another batch of elixir, just in case. And then we can play cards and eat pizza and leave the dishes in the <laughs> sink all night without them screaming at us. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to break my back uh, defending that, but it sounds a little, it sounds not self-deprecating, but self-aware. Like we're lazy sacks of shit and they drink uh-huh. too hard. But I don't know. Yeah, but it's still, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's got kind of a. <laughs> It's a little, it's it's still a little gross. It's still uh, a little gross. And I mean, Guru Lu is just a, is a, he's awful. He's made this horrible potion to make himself live long enough to kiss all the women. Uh, and it seems yeah. like all it does is make the women have body emergencies. God, yeah. Just this like, you know, this like deathless 900 year old monster <laughs> just... <laughs> Dragging his chapped lips across every woman in Japan. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Um, let's um, let's rate let's rate this with our criteria. Yes. Huh? Okay. Ah. So, 
Would I'd adopt, we adopt these, these cats? cats. I'd adopt the I'd... fuck out of these cats. Absolutely, I... I'd adopt these little samurai pizza cats. Because <laughs> we did, and we didn't talk about this near enough. They work for pizza. They make pizza. They make pizza. They, they can make me goddamn yeah. pizza. If I get and I mean, uh, they fire themselves on. out of pizza ovens that turn into cannon shoots. Um, <laughs> they get fired out of a big gun. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Like pizza. Their bullets. entire their entire <laughs> um, Japanese themed pizza parlor. Uh, the, uh, 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 an enormous like Gundam revolver, like the revolver <laughs> of what would be in a Gundam's hand, just kind of yeah. sticks, just jets out of a house. It's a yeah, house yeah. with a gun, and they so shoot their themselves out of it. Their operator technician can fire a small revolver that mimics the big gun uh, <laughs> that shoots them off into you know wherever they got to save the day. Oh <laughs> it's, man, it's it's great. Um, it's just- uh, okay. So ridiculous. So then, uh, is the cat theme necessary? Yes. It's it's hard to say. Uh, I think it needs it. Samurai pizza something. You know, like there is an amount of this show that needs three hats. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sure. Uh, Do they specifically need to be cats? No. I think otherwise this show is like chibi Ronin warriors, basically. Yeah. And I think that would still work. I think the framework is still there. These cute little cartoonish mm-hmm. warrior characters that own a pizza shop and, and fight evil, I think, again, still still works inherently. But I don't think you could just cut out... If you went to something like cute and chibi, sure. But if you if you reverted back to normal people, no, it needs three hats. It's, yeah, it's just... I'll be taking that third hat now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that like, I don't know. I'm I was buying what it was selling. I like the cat part, but I guess not strictly necessary. They don't do enough with them actually being cats and their enemies being crows or robots or teens or whatever. Like none of none of what Although they actually it's worth, are. It's worth. It's perhaps a little bit more um, appropriate in Japan, right? Which at the time would have been just. At war with the crows, <laughs> <laughs> or Tokyo, not the not the nation of Japan. Yeah, uh huh. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. They also like the whole one of their whole concepts in the original show uh, is uh, they call them nyankis, uh, nya being their meow in Japanese, and yanki being Yankee. But it's sort of like their. Uh, Yankee in in Japanese and in Japan is kind of like a youth subculture of like, you know, hair dying rebels who don't want to go to college. Um, I mean, that explains the George Steinbrenner reference. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, right. But it's uh, but they they kind of are called the Yankees. And so I don't know if there's sort of like an element of like these are these are sort of like, uh, you know, rebels, like rebel teens who don't want to listen to mom. while also being cats and also ninjas. So, in, in fact, I guess what I'm trying to say is it, there might be a fourth hat that didn't get <laughs> translated. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It's 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 a crazy one. You I mean, really enjoyed the, it. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Like, they left <laughs> off the, the teenage part? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Man. Wait. Well, wait. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also eat pizza. Yes, they do. <laughs> and they're ninjas and they're animals. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh, shit. I think we really cracked the code. I think that's the missing link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the turtles never got blown up by people. <laughs> blown up by people. But I think that is I think that is why probably why the lyric is there in the opening now that you mentioned that, though. You know, they've got more the fur turtle? than any turtle ever had. Oh, fur than a turtle ever. Oh, fuck. So they're they're, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> to they're fight the anti turtle uh, yeah, propaganda. They're, they're specifically trying to attack the teenage mutant ninja turtles and say our show is better and also has pizza ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they took a shitty unmarketable show that failed in Japan and mm. didn't have available translation and and uh, mm. made their own thing. Hey, we really we, we, we really cracked the code. Thank God we got yeah. that before the segment was over. Well, now it is. <laughs> oh, meow, meow, meow. The cat came back. And uh, when did it come back? It's yeah, just that. now. We're back from our final segment, and we're in the wrap up for the first episode of our cat arc. 
Sorry, I have I have Samurai Pizza Cats paused in the credits, and right above where it says Singing paused Sensation Googie Gomez, yeah, paused. Right above Singing Sensation Googie Gomez, it says Spiritual Advisor Hogan the Wonder Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, doing yeah. that what you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they had a wild amount of fun with that show i think i think both of these shows uh to bring it together you know mm, mm-hmm. uh we 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 paired these together because they really are just trash yeah. just really easily consumable trash content that you don't need to think too hard about and honestly pretty fun yeah pretty fun, pretty fun. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I could watch Samurai Pizza Cats until I die. It's so good. I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, in, in a way that SWAT Cats end over end is entirely unwatchable, I think Samurai Pizza Cats would, would be wonderful. Because SWAT Cats is the same thing every week. It's, yeah. uh, Samurai it's... Pizza Cats is just like its own, th- it's like a 30-minute acid trip. <laughs> yeah. it's, every it's... week is a new problem that a bunch of English speaking people had to solve <laughs> because they had to make something wild. And we've never talked about well, maybe we have, but the, there's a there's an anime called Ghost Stories that has a dub. Oh uh, yeah. That's pretty infamous. And uh and it's because they ignored either they didn't have translations either, or they were just like given free reign to take a nothing property no one was gonna adapt and just write something crazy for it, like to over overdub it with new content. And they had too much freedom. And some really funny jokes come out of it and some very funny situations. But also, like, you know, some of the writers, like, weird sort of racist takes and, like, other shit coming out. Like, they had too much freedom when they were forced to make something completely new to overdub. And right for Samurai Pizza Cats, it feels like they had maybe poorly translated frameworks or outlines and they filled in the gaps. And I think that turned into a better product. I think it's really funny. Uh, it's actually the creators of the show, the original Japanese show, have gone on record saying that they thought Samurai Pizza Cats was a better show <laughs> than it what makes they made. Because if you if you had to write this thing natively, you you might be sort of bound by your own internal logic. Um, sure. But as somebody who just gets, you get the action of what's happening without the words. It's lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and the writing the writing reflects that. Yeah. It's blowing up it's blowing up with people. <laughs> Blown up with Blown people. Up with An people. English speaker wrote that line. <laughs> and said it like twelve times. Yeah. It's not yeah, a weird yeah. it's not a weird lost in translation thing. Somebody wrote that as if it were a thing that happens. <sighs> blown yeah. up with people. I've been blown up with people. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to be able oh. to make it to the show tonight, honey. I got blown up no. with people. Oh, my God. I, okay, we are getting away from what's really the most important thing of the cats. Yeah, the okay? cats are very important to me. We're, we're here for these little kitties, for these little Toby and kitty cats, uh, <laughs> these little 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 pet pets. Christ. Um, we love these these crawlers, these, these sharp, sharp-clawed pouncers. And it's really important that we honor them. And I'm really excited to watch more shows in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Four, what, what do we got oh, coming up? Boy. We got four, four weeks, four weeks with like eight or nine shows. Uh, I have to talk to you guys about next week. I may want to nix one of them, uh, but we were going to maybe do three shows next week. So I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but you guys oh, can go go on our Twitter and follow us. And as always, on the Friday before an episode, I'll tell you what we are covering that week. We, so. we tweet what you eat. <laughs> we tweet it so you can eat it. That's actually <laughs> real, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited. We got we got a bunch of cat shows, and maybe one of them might end up good. I, who knows? <laughs> it's going to be fun. Hell yeah. Happy summer. Happy summer of 2020. You're over halfway done, you guys. 2020 is on its way back out. So I love your optimism that it's just going <laughs> to be done over and done with in one pull fell a, swoop. Pull up a cat December and blow yourself 31st. up with people and <laughs> just watch 2020 sail away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, as as we as we say every time we are in heat all summer and oh. 
we're we ready every to... time we're in we're still got... in heat yeah <laughs> we're in heat and looking <laughs> and we'll see you next tuesday yeah.